You're listening to Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast, dedicated to exploring the full potential of human physiology and mind with focus on ancient and modern techniques of self-development. Spend some time with Dr. Nader, who is leading the way in the science of consciousness, and begin your journey to better understanding the relationship of mind and body, consciousness and physiology right now. In this series, Dr. Nader describes his experience of meeting Maharishi for the first time, shares with us Maharishi's main message to the world, and explains what we experience when we transcend during the transcendental meditation technique. I think I've, I feel in myself that I first met Maharishi when I started to practice transcendental meditation. Because uh, Maharishi's reality is on the level of his being, his inner self. So in that sense, as soon as I started meditating, and this was in the early 70s, I experienced that reality which is transcendental, which is beyond the sensory level, which is inner, which is more abstract, but more full, more holy, more together, more peaceful, more blissful. And that inner experience, of course, I didn't know exactly what it was, except through the course of transcendental meditation. We are told and everyone is told that this is the unified field, this is pure consciousness, this is the source of everything. And so in that sense, I feel uh, this comes from somewhere very deep, very important. And I got very interested to, to follow up on that. I was a medical student and... Uh, not even medical student, I was a pre-medical student, and I had a lot to work on and a lot of studies, so I never thought I'd be able to give this knowledge more than the few minutes were already too much, 20 minutes a day, twice a day. I had so much to do, so much to study, and I was in my mind thinking, oh, how wonderful those people who are so lucky to be next to Maharshi and to have this knowledge and to have enlightenment and to have the ability to really know themselves, which is what motivated me throughout my life, the desire to understand life. And to understand life first comes from understanding, if we can, at least that which is nearer to us in terms of life, and that's ourself, who we are, why are we here, what can we achieve. And that can be on a surface level, of course, know who you are, know, know yourself, etc. People think know yourself means know how are your qualities, your problems, and know how to work around them and know how to achieve around them. So when you know what to expect, you can at least not have disappointments and you can know how to develop what is good in you, what is strong in you. But in fact, know thyself took a completely new meaning with transcendental meditation. And that is know to yourself to be everything. You know yourself to be wholeness. Know yourself to be the source of everything, to be the unified field of natural law. And therefore, obviously, even though while I'm studying medicine, trying to know what the body is like, what the mind is like, how we behave, how the body can go wrong and how it can be corrected, I was feeling inside me that there is more to that, that there is more to life than, than these small, simple important and useful values, but there is more in what we are here for. And therefore, gradually, I got to learn the Transcendental Meditation City program, and suddenly I saw myself putting more than, 
much more than 20 minutes twice a day. Had to mix up this with my internship and my studies. And I wanted to actually starting to give this knowledge to others. I, I was so, so precious for me on a personal level. Of course, the scientific research was overwhelming in terms of how effective it is, how wonderful it is and how useful it is. But ultimately, the desire to give it more and to be in it more comes from the inner experience. The inner experience was so fulfilling that you just want all your friends, all your people you love and everyone in the world to just use it. Why don't you use it? And one of the things that one could do to use it is to become a teacher of transcendental meditation. So I went to Switzerland at that time, was in the 80s, just had finished my medical schooling and uh, met Maharshi there, was lucky to to meet him there and took the course and uh, continued on that path. First time I saw him was uh, in Salisburg. I was passing by and he was passing in this corridor. It was for me an incredible sight uh, because I felt this is the person who has given wholeness from this holy tradition. It's so precious, such an enlightened experience in life, such an enlightened personality that I really wanted to meet him. And the first time I met him was in, in Salisburg itself and in, in a beautiful place in Switzerland. And um, there was a conference on health. I got to be there for a few minutes with him. And it was just a life-transforming experience. When you meet Marshi, it just fills, fills the room. And he had such an undescriptable, really, presence that for that moment, the one thing you feel is uh, that you are the most important thing in the world. The way he looks at you in the eyes and he gives all his self to you. And this was during a conference where there were many scientists and doctors and, and all uh, knowledge professors and teachers. And I just came to him and I offered him a flower. And, he suddenly, as if everything disappeared, and it was just him and me. And I did have that same experience as if transcending, which was, again, that's why I said the first time I met him was in, in the self. And then when I met him in real as a physical person, that same experience came very, very strongly. And on the waking, eyes open level, this transcendental feeling was permeating. And that was the wholeness, really, which Mahashti um, radiated to all those who got to meet him and know him. There was a real life-changing experience uh, meeting Maharshi, because here you are in front of wholeness embodied in a physical person. And um, that really was something that we all want to achieve on some level. One of the ways people grow, children grow and learn, is usually through imitation. You imitate uh, your parents, you imitate your teacher, you imitate your friends, and you imitate your heroes, you create a hero in your life, and uh, you want to be like them in some way. And here is a person who embodies that wholeness, that totality, and not only it's something that is given to him and that he says it's something that is a birth, you know, kind of quality coming from some genes or some hereditary value, 
but it's something that everyone can achieve. So it's like your hero telling you, you can be the hero too. And I'm not here to just tell you it's difficult. To the contrary, it's very easy and everyone can do it. And it's something that is systematic and scientific and logical. And it's not a philosophy that you have to believe in. It's not a way of life that you have to adopt. You just let yourself grow within yourself, remove your stresses and strain, and your nature is to be perfect. This nature is to be happy. This nature is to be healthy. And that reality lived and experienced in a visual form in a person who himself is telling you, I'm not pretending to be a god or I'm not pretending to be a prophet or I'm not pretending anything. I am just a human being who got this knowledge from a tradition that allows every human being to become truly divine, truly live their fullness of life. And that is something which is life transforming. The single most important message that Marshi brought to the world is that every individual can live fullness of life. This is the birthright of everyone born with this human physiology. We can really live a life of perfection on the individual level and society can rise to be a heavenly society living in perfection, prosperity and peace. This is the potential of a human being that Marshi has not only given as a theoretical message, but has given the technology and the know-how how to produce it. And this has been already seen and lived in the life of millions of people in the world. And societies also have enjoyed this sublime message that comes from a tradition that is almost beyond age and time. Maharshi's teaching all these years has been on consciousness. Consciousness, consciousness, consciousness. Experience yourself and the self as an abstract reality which is within oneself, but it's a real reality, it's abstract, but you can actually experience it. And that's what people do when they practice transcendental meditation. Close the eyes and dive within and experience your inner self, nobody else's self <laughs> as a specific value. And you'll find that yourself is everything and everyone, ultimately. As you grow in higher states of consciousness, your self becomes established as the self of everything, as the unified field. And then it never leaves you and you feel this with you all the time, that there is this self and there is the outer reality, the changing reality, and there is the non-changing reality, which is the pure being, the pure self. This experience of pure self puts you in a state of what Marshi calls cosmic consciousness, in which the outer value is seen as field of change and transformation, and the inner value, which means the self, is seen as unbounded, pure, and infinite, whereas the outer is changed. In the, in the tradition throughout the world, we see this dualism also that is expressed as there is the soul or there is the being, and that is a pure quality, and there is the body. And throughout ages, the body has been seen as something which is less important or to the contrary, it can even take you towards sinning and problems and drags you out 
into the relative values and therefore it has been looked at in a very negative way in a sense that the body is the source of problems whereas the mind, the intellect, the heart, the feelings and particularly the soul and the being and the self is the one direction which is healthy which takes you into the right direction. So many traditions and many aspects of considerations have taken the value of the relative, which what we call relative, which means the changing value of material life, etc., as being something to look down upon and even to get away from because it drags you in all kinds of off directions. And that Mashi has done is having established the self truly as being the source of everything and we have emphasized it and we continue that this is the source, that this is the source of the tree and this is the roots of the tree and the sap in the tree. That's what you have to nourish. Having established this, Naomashi takes us from this dualism into a monism, a unifying value. And he says, no, but even the outer value is an expression of the self. Even the outer value is an expression of pure being. Like the unified field, if we say, is the self. All the material expressed universe is just an expression of the unified field. And therefore, it is like the unified field, but in an expressed form, in an outer form. The research that shows that Veda and physiology are the same is the research that actually shows that that which is abstract, that which is consciousness, that which is immaterial, is the source and the blueprint of that which is material and therefore gives to our physiology a new glorified status and gives to the relative, the changing world, the changing environment, the galaxies, also a very dignified status. And that is the higher level of consciousness. It's like moving from transcending, with being the self, to a state of cosmic consciousness where there is a duality, a differentiation, into a new value of even seeing the absolute, seeing the pure being, seeing the self, vibrant and radiating and present in the physical, in the physical itself. Thank you for tuning into Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast. And if you're interested in learning more from Dr. Nader, please follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.